This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Oh, yes, yes, y'all. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. This is In the Conversation. The podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that can hear these voices. No doubt. Thanks for tuning in. Air week. We back. Like Another always. week. Yes, sir. Another chop up. Let's chop it up, Dan. Right. What's good with you? Chilling, man. I'm doing all right. I can't complain. You know. I mean, I could, but I don't want it to <laughs> sound tragic. We want to keep the, the <laughs> listeners. You know how black man chop up always start like that? Yeah. <laughs> you know. know what it is? Yeah, man. Can't a lot of call it my <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Shit. A lot of words that don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already know. You know what I'm saying? How are you? Doing great, man. Yeah? Out here trying to, you know what I'm saying, keep it going. Well, that's Make what's it up. happen. You that's know. what's up. You know How what was it your... is. <laughs> I hear that shit. <laughs> How was your week? My week was good, man. You know, I um, just did regular shit. Uh-huh. Grocery shopping. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Hang out with the kids. Okay. You know what I mean? So um, I was on the way to the grocery store. It was, wasn't it Sunday? Sunday, it was like Sunday morning. Oh, my son was here from college. Oh, he came home. He came for a home because you know the little, the, uh, the hurricane. hurricane. Oh, so he came home for a quick little second. Some shelter. I think he was think he was ready to go after the first time his mama told him to wash the dishes. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, she don't realize <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm a full adult now. I'm different. I don't think he was ready for that. Mm. <laughs> well, I get my independence again. But I was dropping him. I dropped him off to go back, and then I was on the way way back to crib. It was in the morning. I was just, just playing some old shit from my from my youth, uh-huh. old music and shit, uh-huh. and then I was like, let me play that uh that Trouble Funk. Trouble Funk is a go go band from DC. That's pump 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 it up. Is yeah, that they, that's one of their songs. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they had they had this song, Drop the Bomb, like Trouble oh, yeah. Funk Express and Drop the Bomb were like big records in Miami. Like, okay, it was kind of like right when hip hop was just beginning, right around that time. Mm-hmm. So it was like. One of them way out disruptive ass songs that that was loud, you know what I'm saying? You know how go go is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it had a lot of hits and and horns and all kind right. of you know what I'm saying? So I love that shit. As a kid, I used to just you know what I'm saying? I ain't really like music, but I like that shit. I right. like that kind of music. Right. Like, what wow. did you like about it? It's just the drums. It just had a black beat to it. It just had it just felt like you know what I'm saying? And Unruly. And then, you know, the discovery of it, like you had the radio, which was playing Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind & Fire and all right. that. But then you had like the street DJs who set up the big-ass speakers. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So you that was the discovery. That's where you heard wild-ass new shit that, you know what I'm saying, wasn't that shit on the radio that my, my older sister listened to. Mm. So I discovered it loud. So, you know what I mean? <clears throat> That's how I like to hear it. I like to hear it big, loud, and disruptive as fuck. And I didn't realize how... How crazy I was sounding to you know what I'm saying? I started passing people because I had it up loud and I'm passing in people. In the whip, you and yeah, your son. Yeah, I'm in the. Nah, I'm by myself. Now nah, I dropped them off. 
okay. I'm solo. It's Sunday morning. Oh, okay. And I'm oh, playing. you drove him down? I drove him to the bus. Okay. The Canal Street bus. Did you play it with him in the whip? Nah, or nah, nah, nah. Oh, this nah, was your this, own. This, this was my this own was for moment. You. This was my oh, okay, moment. Okay, okay. I thought you know, was putting them on. Nah, 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 nah. This was a private moment. Yeah, this was a private, you know what I'm saying? Private moment. So, Radio, windows down. Windows down. First, they wasn't. But it was still loud. You could, I could still people when I pull up. People were like what the through fuck? the windows? What the fuck is? Oh, you was going super <laughs> crazy, huh? <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is? Because that shit. Boom, boom, that boom, shit boom, nah, this shit just boom, sound boom. like sound like like when you listen to it, just search like go to title or or uh, uh, iTunes or whatever you go, or YouTube, whatever, whatever you got. Where'd you go? I was on title. Okay. That particular joint. Oh, okay. Because they got the. Uh, it's Drop the Bomb. It's about four different versions of the same song. Uh-huh. It's like a 25-minute song. Okay. With, with all the versions? With all the different parts. Yeah. So the whole shit is 25 minutes by itself. like right. the Because it's live. They they recorded it live. Mm-hmm. But they have a 13-minute version that come in at the disruptive parts. Mm. You know, it's a 25-minute version. It, 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 it start off kind of mellow. Then it build it to a full-on party. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they interacting with the crowd back and forth. So go when you go on the title or whatever, just search uh, "Trouble Funk," drop the bomb, remix the thirteen minute version. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So that's what I was playing, just so y'all have a reference. And what was the feeling it was giving you? I mean, you know, it just give you. It's just like when you immersed in that all of that commotion, and you hear the people in the background party and they talking to them. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you know, uh, asking what part of town they're from, and everybody right. going in. You just it, it it blocks everything else out. It just changes the whole vibe. You ain't you can't even concentrate on the shit you was doing. Mm. It's just you you in the, you in the go go right you at now. The party. Yeah, you right in the middle of the party. Uh-huh. And the, the horns and the drums, all that shit is just so loud and crazy right. that it just it just takes you out of your normal place and just puts you in a place where man, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm whatever I'm about to do, I'm about to do this shit. I right, check that out. Yeah, so. So I got to the grocery store. This uh-huh. way it got crazy. Okay. You know, you have, you know, you pull in the little garage to go downstairs. You know how you inside a garage, right? And then your shit just extra loud inside right. of there. And I pulled in that shit, <laughs> and you had to roll. That's when I rolled the windows down that to get the ticket. Smacking off everything. <laughs> Motherfuckers was like, "What the hell is going on?" And I was like, <laughs> felt like I was sixteen. Yeah. When you just drive up playing shit just loud and reckless. Felt good about it. Yeah, I felt good about yeah, okay. it. Because I know nobody know what the fuck I was doing. Uh-huh. It didn't sound like nothing of today. Uh-huh. It just it just felt good to fuck uh-huh. it up. Like when you talk about a pull-up record. That's your pull-up. I didn't have a pull-up record when you asked me about uh-huh. it. But when it, when I when I pulled in that garage, I thought about you. I was like, damn, this is the pull-up. That's the pull-up? <laughs> this is a wild-ass pull-up. I'm going to check it out. Check out the 13-minute disruptive version. On title, yeah, yeah. Trouble just, Funk, drop the bomb. Yeah, when you go drop the bomb remix on title, that's the one that's gonna come up. Okay, the thirteen minute version. Okay, on um YouTube, it's a twenty five minute. The twenty five minute version gonna come up. Uh huh. I mean, then they got like a seven minute version, but the thirteen minute version is where it's at. Is the shit. There's a lot of breaks in it. Okay, it's a lot of different little breaks that I used to sample. Oh um, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So. That was that was that was something I did this weekend. <laughs> That's what's up. No nigga don't get out much. Hilarious. <laughs> did you go in the in the the stew? 
You chop some shit up, or mm-hmm. these are, you chop these up oh, back nah, in the nah, day? Oh, no, 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 This was back in the day. I, okay. My shit ain't even set up. Mm. I don't, my shit ain't even up to date and current. When last time you made a beat? Psh, about two years ago. Uh-huh. Well, I, t- I think I talked about it on the pod when last time I was in the, in the lab. Uh. But, you know, shit is at all ain't compatible with the new machines. I had to, to re upgrade everything. Oof. You know what I'm saying? That, that music is a commitment. Like, you can't just be. Just go in there for an hour. You gotta dig in if you're gonna get into it. Yeah, well, you gotta commit. Yeah, that's, that's you know what I'm saying. It's the reason why it's a, <laughs> ain't a bunch of grown men jumping in the game. Yeah, yeah, I guess not, huh? <laughs> you gotta you gotta sit out life for a minute to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh man, what's been going on with me, man? I um. What have I been doing, dude? I went to, uh, <clears throat> I've been on this, uh, I got put on to this director named Hal Ashby, mm-hmm. right? Uh, old cat from the, he kind of came up in the 70s. They trying to, basically I went to, uh, I was at this, uh, I came across it, it was like, it was kind of out of, it was, you know how you get Something just pops up out of nowhere mm-hmm. multiple times where you're like, oh, I mean, I should be paying attention to this shit, right? right? So I went down to see this movie, Support the Girls, this movie you were telling me about with Regina Hall and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> how was it? I didn't even see it yet. It was good. I liked it. I mean, it was, you know, it's like a, what's a mumblecore, meandering ass <laughs> movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's great for her. You know, it's one of those. Mm. It's one of them little uh, quiet movies that typically only white folks really get you say to it's do. Quiet. It looked like it, it looked like it was loud, but nah, it was in a bar. But it's like when I say quiet, I mean it ain't no explosions, oh, no gunfire, right, right, right. no. It's no real super thriller. It's just right. it's, it's a, just it's a, a movie. Yeah, it's just a, uh, a warm bath. You know what I mean? Like it's something to do, but it's self-contained. It's a, but it's a good movie, man. It's good to to see her uh, lead a, a project. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Get her shine. Um, but anyway, I say all that to say, I went down there and I was, uh, I saw that at IFC, and while I was down there, I saw uh, like an ad, a poster for this documentary called How. Actually, when I was leaving, they were doing a red carpet in front of IFC for the documentary. I oh, okay. seen them interviewing some people. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Right. How and I just saw it because uh, Sean Fennessy, uh, writer at the Ringer, who used to be at Vibe years ago, mm-hmm. um, he wrote something about Hal Ashby and how you know they trying to make the um, the argument that he belongs up there with like Coppola and Scorsese and those, like that type. You know what I mean? Like at the Mount Rushmore of seventies movies, and seventies movies have a cool little aesthetic. So I was like, let me let me look into it. Let me see what's cracking. Mm-hmm. Read up on them. And one joint that was playing was this movie called The Landlord. And what got me excited about that was a couple things. One, it was like uh, it dealt with gentrification, but this shit came out in the seventies. It dealt with gentrification at Park Slope or whatever. Oh, yeah, I saw that. The landlord. You saw it? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, first of all, that shit, you can't even find it on DVD. Like, you know, like, unless you're going to pay, like, $75 on the aftermarket or some shit. So it was, mm-hmm. staying, it was playing at the film form, and it was funny because it was part of a double feature. The night we all hung out, that's why I jetted, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to go down there and see the joint. And... um 
I liked the shit. I thought it was pretty good. You saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, thought it, the shit was. I, I liked. I liked the tone of it. It, you know? it was funny because I saw it after I moved to New York. Okay. And my kids was in school in Park Slope at the time. Yeah. So to see that it was, you know, what I mean, I, you know, I kind of heard that because Foxy from from um from Park Slope. Foxy Brown. Yeah. Okay. And um, so you kind of heard that it was, you know, it was the hood before, uh-huh. but you know, it's so grand and majestic. Yeah, that you can't imagine it like that until I saw that movie. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> that was it was good. Like it was real. a cool movie. It was interesting. I like how he cuts it. Like how he directed Pearl Bailey was in that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou Gossett before he was Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> That's interesting. You go from Lou Gossett to Lou Gossett Jr. So like he lost the belt. Like he went from a black belt to a green belt. His, his daddy like, hey man, mm-hmm. get, get up off my name now. Yeah man. Everybody asking <laughs> me. You rightfully claim your own spot, yeah, player. You number two. So Lou Gossett Jr. is in it. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, yeah, man. They was giving him the blues. Yeah, man. I mean, shit, yeah. He was like a a, a rich kid who, uh-huh. who was striking out in the real estate business. Trying to become Trying, a mogul. Yeah, yeah. So. And he got a little property in the hood. Mm-hmm. And they was giving it to him. His plan was to throw everybody out and, and like, uh, tear down the whole shit and re you know redo the whole thing turn it into his first new property right and there was there were different plans <laughs> no doubt it yeah. don't always go as planned right so yeah so i seen that and i seen another one of his movies uh this movie called being there that was kind of interesting too about like a like a real slow-witted uh gardener mm-hmm. who by like a, a weird series of events, winds up in a room with the president, and he's slow as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but just due to some shit, he wound up in a room with the president, and it it, it just goes to it's so much it's so much uh, commentary in Hal Ashby's in his movies, right? So, like I said, slow with a cat that's like a gardener, like you know. Like an idiot, you know what I mean? And then somehow he's in the room with the president, but the guy that got him in the room kind of co-signed him. Somehow he sees the brilliance in him. He was like, this is my guy, man. My guy, you know, he's like my consigliere. I, I need him to be here at this, at, this, uh, at this meeting, you know? And then um, feel free to speak freely amongst both of us. So the president is talking to this one guy, and then um, he asks my man, he says, so what do you think? And he, he like stammered together some some bullshit, but it was so chopped up and sparse that it felt like fortune cookie wisdom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because he was just given the context that this guy is insightful, right. he's a bright dude, the things he gonna tell you might it might go over your head, you know what I mean? Right, right. And it was just to show you just how much context. And then later on, just being a white man in America would get you. Because it was just like, this motherfucker now, he was getting quoted. Because the president said, hey, this man told me this. And it was very, <laughs> it was very some regular ass information. The cat's name starts spinning all through the, uh, the celebrity world. You know, like people are speaking on him. Press is reaching out trying to get a quote. Yeah, influencer now. He's an influencer. People <laughs> wanted to know, you know? And um, it was just funny how he just kind of just stumbled into it. 
And then at the end, kind of stumbles out of that shit. <laughs> you know? But uh, I was watching them shits. I was watching those trying to, uh, I don't know, man. I, I want to shoot something. I've been wanting to shoot something for a while. I don't know exactly what I want to shoot, but I'm just looking at various aesthetics and things like that. And I like, back to those, like, I don't want to say, I don't like anything that's not going to go anywhere, but I like I like a, like a film that kind of... Meanders? Meanders, idols through. I was trying a to nice think of, warm bath. A nice warm bath. I'm trying to think of well, what is a what's a what's a black version of a nice warm bath movie? Because I just know growing up, my sister, my brother-in-law, you know, uh, they were they would love to like weigh in on some of the shit that I would rent. They like would go to Blockbuster, so I'm mm-hmm. like, let me get this or whatever. They'd be like, what is you know? And I'd be like, this is back when you know. You presenting it for everybody, right? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You ain't so, running off to your laptop. Nah, <laughs> this, this this Saturday is, night on the is, TV. This is exactly. This is in the main room. <laughs> Pop yeah. some popcorn and a microwave. Everybody's excited because <laughs> this is a movie. What you got? What yeah. You what you, what got? you get? And then it'd be some. Whoa! What the? What is this? <laughs> this shit dry as fuck. What kind of shit is this? Ah, oh, the Black House boy. Yeah, you got to get to the action. No doubt. You can't come. <laughs> That motherfucker say your shit dry. This shit is dry. That mean you fucked that up. That shit is dead. That's get a polite that, way of saying. Get that shit out the VCR. That shit is corny. <laughs> but I'm trying to think like who makes those type of movies. My man who made Moonlight, his first movie was like that. Barry Jenkins. Yeah, Mer- yeah. Melancholy. To, yeah, yeah, Medicine for Melancholy. Medicine for Melancholy. Yeah, his shit was like that. A, a lo- away from here is the other one. That's the Ava DuVernay joint, right? A long no, way. No, um, nowhere. Something. Yeah, yeah. Some nowhere. That was, was that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was a. T- it was a conversation movie. Yeah, it was. A, I went and saw that. That was. A, I. W- I went and saw that. It was interesting because me and my wife went and saw mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and Ava was. You know, she was doing the self distribution on it. Right. So. At the time, I was like, "Yo, she out here, you know what I mean?" It in was the trap. A, yeah, she in the trap. Like, you know what I'm saying? They had, they had the whole little shit. You come in there, they gave you some more flyers for some more shit. It was yeah. like Master P. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she the trip off. shit. The trip shit was that shit played. We went to see that shit like ten in the morning. It was like a morning movie. Was it like, like a, um, I guess, what's that, Urban World or something? Nah, it was just, it was. It was just the only slot. I, I guess they had a slot. They got a slot before the slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we went and saw that shit like 10 in the morning. Right. That shit was a cool little morning date. Uh-huh. I was like, damn. A good that shit, morning date. Do this shit more often. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Was it a Sunday? Nah, it was, a, it was like a weekday. Uh-huh. Like a Thursday or Friday yeah, or some cool. shit. It wasn't a weekend, I know that. That's cool. It was like a weekday. That weekend real estate is crazy. Yeah, that weekend real estate is crazy. It was like a weekday morning right. showing. Right. And then she had her team in there, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, talking about how they self-distributing. And you know, right. I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. Come a long way now. Yeah, I mean, shit. Made it happen to grind. I say this. Love Jones. Love Jones. That's is, one of that's them. That's the classic. That's, that's the a cla- pre- that's- preeminent. Yeah. Warm bath movie. Yeah. Warm bath and some tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh anything you can think of besides that? What else we got? Um Love Jones is the one. Uh I don't know, man. All right. Well, you know, we tried. But if y'all can think of some more, <laughs> let us know. But you know, just uh 
one of those movies that kind of it kind of soaks up the the scene. You know what I mean? Like they sit in the scene. Right. You know, they let the they let the the shots sit for a minute. Right. You know, I'm not mad at that shit. I'm, you, I, I mean, like but it's you know, it's a, it works. It's a certain it's a certain aesthetic, and it's a with with us. Do do you think as a mass black audience, we are there to appreciate those kind of musics? I mean, those kind of movies in mass. Maybe not in mass. Maybe not in mass initially, but who knows? Right. You never know. I mean, if it's a good enough story, you know, people will get to it. People will get into it. Was Get Out? Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah. I mean, a nigga did get a fucking desk crashed over his head. I mean. But (laughs) I think there's, there's moments where there's quiet films. No doubt. That are powerful. No doubt. I think you know what I mean with Moonlight. It just had such it had just powerful uh, things, powerful statements. Right. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just being you know like his first joint was just like a regular ass day in yeah. San Francisco. Just, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? For no reason. For no reason. Right. Right. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. So this one had a lot of powerful statements, and like I said when it came out, like right. you know. If any group of people that's you know on the outside or 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 outliers or right. you know what I'm saying originals mm. had their story told in that manner, right? You know what I mean. You would want that. You you know I would want my story told in the manner that he told their story in Moonlight. In the manner like what? what you just mean? just giving giving the voice to a story that you don't really see. And you and doing it with care, doing it with care, and just doing it with with detail and right. and and um, texture, mm-hmm. and and an eye for the subtle things. And, yeah, you know what I mean. That's a dope movie. Yeah, so it's like it it, it wasn't just all right. We're gonna show this guy he falls. He's questioning his sexual identity. It was you know the little boy, him as a little boy. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Dealing with what he was dealing with then, then you know growing up, and then still having to. You know, grapple with his mom and her situation. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, in the world, he ain't got nobody but him, really. Right. So it was that. So there's a lot of things you could you could wrap your mind around, other than just you know he's grappling with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. It was a story of of a a, a real rounded story of a a man, a, a boy mm-hmm. that grows into a man. Mm-hmm. So Coming a, of age. Yeah, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what that's the story I wanted. I want to tell some coming of age type of stories from um not necessarily just little kids to teenagers, but it's like that that first part of adult life, you know what I'm saying? Right. After like the day after graduation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those those few years where, you know what I'm saying, where the pre-life crisis era. What's your favorite movie of that genre? Of that genre? Yeah. Coolie High. Was probably the preeminent one for me. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Menace on a certain level. Uh-huh. Boys in the Hood was, you know, right. Boys in the Hood was last, right? He was in high school. Right. They, you know what I mean? Menace was like that era right after high school where you just round the hood trying to figure it out. Right. Uh, well, no, they was, I think uh, Kane was still in high school in, in Menace. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Kane graduated in Menace. So it was like, yeah, it was like that last day of school type of shit. Mm. Um, who else? What else? Those are the, those are the ones that come to mind. Mm. That, juice, that, juice, but that wasn't really. It was more. I guess it was. 
It's yes, like it was, yeah, it was, it was, I guess there was a coming of age type coming of story <laughs> in a different kind of way. You first shoot. <laughs> the, the, you know what I'm saying? We'll never get that, you know what I'm saying? Paid in full. Paid in full, definitely. But like, it's like the John Hughes films. It ain't no black John Hughes films. That's what I'm you thinking. You know what I'm saying? None. Like, you know, well, see, that's the thing. Like, the thing what I like about what Issa Rae is doing with women, you know what I'm saying? We don't really get that touch of of being, of just being, just being whatever the fuck you gonna be. You know what I'm saying? We either gotta be subpar or superhuman in our shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's like you said, ain't a lot of warm bath movies that's digging into just, you know, figuring some shit out. Unless we're overlooking them. And if we are, let us know, give us some direct, who do you think? If it, if at all, if there's a black John Hughes, who do you nominate for that, or who do you think has been? If you see anything, if you could, uh, if you got any evidence. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> what else, man? <laughs> you seen the Emmys? Nah, nah, nah. I was on. Uh, I was out and about last night. So oh, I ain't, right, I ain't, right. You was on yeah, the date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly. I guess you can call it that. That's what you said. <laughs> I, was, I said I was out with my wife. Oh, I was actually okay. having a family business meeting. Oh, all right, well, shit. That's, what's up. that's even better. It was plotting and planning. Oh, all right, well, shit. It's less of a date. Oh, all right, well, that's what it is. Uh, I watched it, man. I watched it. How was it? It was cool. It I watched like the, damn near the majority of it. It looked like the blacks had fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think, I mean, yeah, I think the blacks always have fun. You know? Just saying, they was, there was, it seemed like they was. Particularly visible this year. It was cool. It was a few shutouts. Uh, we start from the top. Uh, Colin Jost, Michael Che hosted. I think they were good. I think they were funny. Had some good jokes in there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, che had this bit where he did the reparations Emmys, mm-hmm. and he gave Emmys to like famed black people. He gave like Marla Gibbs an Emmy for no uh, the Jeffersons. Florence. They Florence. Was, they were saying that when it was Hurricane Florence. Yeah. They, they put her face on the joint. Oh, that's for that <laughs> Instagram shit? Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, I forgot you weren't on the ground. Not yet. But uh, he gave that. He gave Dwayne Wade, I mean, Dwayne Wayne a joint. He gave... Uh, they were talking about the wire. Him and he had a the bit with him and Jermaine Fowler sitting outside talking about how Breaking Bad is overrated. You know what I mean? If uh, Brian Cranston was a black dude, he'd probably be working in Trader Joe's somewhere. I thought that shit was kind of <laughs> slick. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else got uh, reparations Emmys. It was uh, Marla Gibbs. It was it was Dwayne Wayne. Uh, Dwayne Wayne. It was uh, Kadeem Hardison. It was uh, none for good times. JJ got that for good times. Uh, what else? Damn. Oh, Tashina Arnold got it for, for, Pam. for Pam, Pam and for the mother on like just playing the the uh I forget it was like a all inclusive like a career spanning joint. Um, <laughs> they gave her a the, lifetime achievement achievement. In yeah, me. I forget what the exact. What what else she what else she played? She I mean, what was everyone that one? helps create. Everyone hates oh, Chris. Oh yeah, yeah. Which she yeah, that yeah. was she a whole nother that. era, but she killed she, that. She killed that. She, she killed, killed that. it Rochelle. quietly, even though people Rochelle. yeah Rochelle people didn't watch it enough. But she killed it on Survivor's Remorse as well. She's mm-hmm. a beast. Uh so she yeah, got yeah, one. Yeah, she did her thing. And then and then what was one of the one of the, it was a lot of it was a lot of ill moments. So uh, two of the well one dude he won I think he won a director. 
direct. I forget what he won for, but an Emmy for director, best director. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's in the middle of his speech, and he shouts out his lady, and he was like, you know, it's crazy because my mom's just died two weeks ago. You know, it's hard for me to process this whole shit. You know what I mean? But I got my lady by my side, and my mom's always like my lady. And she was like, you know, that's, you know, that's, you can see that's your sunshine, so don't let your sunshine go. That's my girlfriend there, whatever. And he was like, you know, I'm tired of calling you my girlfriend. Don't want oh, to call yeah, you I did. my wife. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And he did, did so the that. whole proposal, like, publicly and shit. And, you know, public proposal is, that's flying through turbulent air. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? I mean, that's what you got to know. It's in the bag. Right, 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 right. But it's still, you know, and it was a moment. Like, oh. That's when a motherfucker been waiting on you to propose. Right. Like, what? <laughs> what were you gonna do? Well, we're here. That's when you done had that question asked to you. So yeah. what are we? Yeah. How long are we gonna do this? Looking like LeBron in 07, like nigga, where is the ring? <laughs> uh so you know, so anyway, so they did that. That was a dope moment. That shit won. But then Regina King won a real life Emmy. Mm-hmm. And uh this was her second time winning. But the way what was so ill, the way like the shit shocked her. And you could tell it was real. Either that or she's a fucking hell of an actress, which she got two no, Emmys. she is. Right. So that is, that's the cynical <laughs> me. I'm like, either this, she's a hell of a bit, she's killing this bit right now. But she was like legitimately shocked, like stunned right. for a second. And then um, it was very hip hop. Like the first, I think the first shit she said was, Say word. <laughs> that shit was ill. Like say word. I mean, like, it was like yo. It was a it was a moment because you know I fuck with Regina. King. She she came from that era yeah. like that young 90s, that nineties. You know what I'm saying? She was in Boys in the Hood as a hood chick. Yeah, popping gun with the with the door knockers. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? She solidified. She was the. Your hood, your hood friend to Jada Pinkett's homie lover friend. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So everybody loved Jada in that era. Like yeah. Jada was, I mean, shit. Yeah, she was everybody's prototype. Yeah, she was one. You know what I mean? She's up and then there. Regina King, she was the hood, the hood sidekick. Yeah, not to Jada, but just you know, what I mean, somebody you would be around and kick it with. Yeah, you know, she they could play cards and talk shit around the way. Yeah, you know, you seen it. She killed it. She been killing it for a while. Mm-hmm. I think I really started to pay attention. I was thinking about this yesterday. I started paying attention to her as an actor, like on a like that was going for this in Jerry Maguire. No doubt. You know what I mean? Cause she held it down, and she like that role was ill. She held it down in that. Yeah. I mean, quietly, I liked her in um, that, but I liked her in um, This Christmas as well, which is you know what I'm saying. I, don't, I mean. It, People saw it, but is that the one where where she whooped uh, Laz in the shower? Oh, I didn't see that one. She baby oiled the, the floor all up, and he got out, and she whooped his ass and shit. Laz Alonzo? Yeah, he was her husband. He was cheating on her and shit. Who anyway, else she in she that? did Chris Brown, Idris Elba. Okay, uh, you know it was like a you know yeah 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 one, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of blacks in that one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they was one big family. <laughs> Yo, you sound like it was a problem. No, it was it not a problem. Like somebody was like, "Yeah, it was a lot of blacks." Ah, I don't nah, know if I go nah, back. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Oh, shit, man. Shout out to everybody. Yeah, so um, Atlanta got shut out. It looked like well, Cat Williams, Cat Williams won a couple here. days before. Was it? What is it? Two separate. I, yeah, on? I guess they didn't. They didn't. Two uh, separate award ceremonies or something. Yeah, I guess so. Cause 
I knew he got his Emmy a couple days before. Last week when we said he had his Emmy down there. He probably. And because uh, it was a different, I think there was a whole different, uh, what do you call it, ceremony for that one. But I don't know why. I think those are the creative arts. I don't know what the reason. Somebody had to explain. I'm not sure why those weren't televised, but he won. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else, Atlanta base was kind of, it was shut out. The Teddy Perkins episode. Didn't win nothing. They had a Teddy Perkins lookalike. He, oh, that wasn't Donald Glover? I don't believe it was Donald Glover. So this is this conspiracy is one, it could have been when they first showed when first showed people was like, oh shit, okay, he went all in. And then That's I bold. Yeah, you really you really doubling down. You <laughs> got either you gonna win or <laughs> you gonna look crazy. That's why no mom was like, shit, I got this. But I'm you know coming what? Coming as the character. But you know what? It didn't really backfire though. No, nah, it, 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 really... it couldn't backfire because you no, know, it could backfire. I mean, it could it's, backfire. It's against. I mean, he he already an outlier. You know what I mean? So, what's the backfire? You would have looked a little crazy. Because that's what you. That's he why performed, the he performed with no shirt and a bad body. Right. <laughs> you think he give a fuck? I guess not. I guess he don't give a fuck. Huh? He don't that's give a fuck. Fuck it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no shirt and a bad body. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, uh, yeah. So there was a uh, uh, Teddy Perkins in the crowd. Nobody knew if it was him or not. Because then later on, you seen him. And Teddy Perkins was still there, but he didn't look <laughs> like Teddy. It didn't look like the same Teddy Perkins from the show. Looked a little different, so then, yeah, then, then it was like, so the, yeah, <laughs> so then they were like, well, this is Lakeith Stanfield, because it kind of looked a little bit like it could have been him, and nobody had seen him, and then later on, there was a photo with him, Lakeith Stanfield, and, and Donald, Perkins. and Teddy P, so it was like, <laughs> okay, probably ain't him either, so then the latest shit is, it might have been Jay Farrow. Which I don't understand what that even. Like, why? Just, I guess he just wanted to impersonate Teddy P. But uh, we'll find out one day. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't win. Felt bad to see it. I mean, m- more than anything, I mean, the Teddy Teddy Perkins episode I thought was so weird that it would have won. And then beyond that, I was kind of rooting for uh, for Brian Henry Tyree, Brian Tyree Henry, Brian, you know, Paperboy. Uh-huh. But he lost to. Uh, Henry Winkler on Barry. <laughs> you know, funks. I fuck with Barry right, heavy right. too. Right. Barry went hard. Barry, Bill Hader won, and Henry Winkler won. And I mean, I think they both deserved that shit. And then the marvelous Miss Maisel kind of ran the board. They were winning that? everything. That? That's the Amazon show. So that shit came out of left field. It's the Amazon oh, the show about the comedian yeah, like yeah, in yeah, the 50s yeah, yeah, with yeah, Lenny yeah, Bruce and all yeah. of that. And it's good, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, man. Shout out to my man Noah Garter Schwartz. He writes on the show. Nah, that's what's up. I mean, the thing about it, man, Atlanta, they know what it is. They'll be back and it'll just still be innovative and keep on pushing, man. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. be good. I'm, I'm glad Cat Williams got it though on that. That yeah, shit. Yeah, that was, was dope. It was it was one, it was dope that he was in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they casted him in it right. in that in that type of role. And then, you know, he killed it. Yeah. So to get that, you know, get the award to go with it, I think, you know what I'm saying, it'll be interesting to see him play more dramatic roles. Mm. Well, play some dramatic roles in movies and shit. Yeah. As opposed to just a little comic relief. Yeah. Yeah, if he do it, if he want to. If I mean, he, he went all the way in enough to live with an alligator to do that, so he must want something. Yeah. 
He killed it. He was good on that. He was good. I mean, I bet I think he's a I think Cat is a good actor though. For whatever reason, I'm not surprised that he's good. Because he's good as a stand-up. No he doubt. He commit. You know. Uh shit, he's a fucking uh pimp. Like, as far as we know, supposedly he's been playing <laughs> this shit forever. Um nigga went in on uh <laughs> the black comedy community and shot up Wanda in the midst of in a the midst of it all. V103 interview. Yeah, that was a little Man. uncomfortable. <laughs> Looked like a, a mother with the church. You know, it's one of them things, you know how when, whether it be a panel or any kind of group discussion yeah. that's, you know, being recorded or whatever, and then you get one person that start kind of beefing with the other yeah. and then start going hard. Yeah. That's how that shit felt like. Damn, dog. Uh-huh. Damn, really? It was tight. It was. And then like, when you see it on video, you can see. All right, he was like, "Okay, I'm about to go in on this bitch." Mm. <laughs> and mm. then, you know what I mean? And she couldn't handle. It. She she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready for all that, man. Nah. It was early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but uh. And then she tried. She tried her hand, and she tried. She tried, but it, she should have left that shit alone, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, you know how you had you had them jokes when motherfuckers going back and forth with each other, and mm. one don't have the you know what I'm saying the oomph. They don't have that little the, you know what I mean. They ain't got the little wit to come back, yeah, and the other motherfucker is skilled, a skilled ninja warrior hitting you with an effortless flurry. <laughs> and then all you can say is you dummy. You know what I'm saying? You stupid. All right, go ahead, get on out of here. <laughs> you know all right, look at your hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how it was. It was it was hard to watch. Oh man. <laughs> Young Cat Williams, man. But then her husband <laughs> yeah, tried to put he, the kibosh on that yeah, shit. Yeah, he came with the gunplay. You know what I'm saying? That's where the jokes cease. <laughs> <laughs> That's where there's no more jokes. <laughs> All that jokey joke shit yeah, is out yeah, the window. Comedy hour over, brother. <laughs> I wanna have a moment with you. I wanna yeah, let's let's have another dramatic. You a comedian. That ever happened to you? Motherfucker step to you after the joint. Pull a gun out Not on a me? gun, but you know what I'm saying? Just step to you after you roast them on stage or some shit. A heckler yeah, or something. Yeah, but shit. nothing super crazy. Nothing super like heated. You know what I mean? You could if you roast somebody, people are like, yo, that was that was me that you you lit up. You know what I mean? Like they just kind of I think sometimes they want to see if you, you know what I mean? Like if you gonna be you gonna say, I'm sorry about that, or it's, yeah, all right, well, you know, nigga, don't speak down my show. Like, you know what I mean? Fuck. It just, you know, yeah, that was me, you know, yeah, you got me. But typically more often than that, they be like, yeah, you I mean most I, times it's people be trying to have fun and be kind of in the and in you, the mix of the show. And you know when you got it. You already got the mic. You don't gotta like, you don't gotta get super vicious. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta go Sharkeisha. You know what I'm saying? Like it's only you only need a couple bing bing bing. Oh, that's all you need. You don't need to stomp a nigga. You know when you see a world star video go too far. They can sleep, they kick him in the head again. That's when that's when you'll lose the crowd too. Right. But you know, sometimes people go too far. I've been places where the, you know, the heckler just he won't stop. Oh yeah, what especially when the security ain't tight. You figure, oh yeah, you figure that out. You figure that out. But uh, comedy hour. Yeah, man. With old, uh, what else is going on, dude? Hey, man. Shit. We talk about these Emmys. We talked about. Uh, <laughs> you going down the list? I'm going down my my shit that I talked. My about. man Goldie Gold 
He's an artist out of Atlanta. Yeah, I know he's talking illustrations about. and shit. But no, the people don't know. Okay. So I just had to let them know. <laughs> At Goldie Gold. He uh he sent me one of his Kaepernick shirts. Okay. So he got a, a Kaepernick kneeling shirt that What's he, it look like? Uh it look like art. Uh, it's an illustration. <laughs> it's it like the like afro. I, like I the, mean, <laughs> just was it like a silhouette of him. Nah, nah. It's, it's, a, it's like a you know illustration of him. Okay. You know, in his in Goldie style. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> so I'm like, oh shit. And then I was about to go out. This was yesterday. I was about to go out. So I was like, shit. I'm gonna throw this right on right now. Yeah. So I, you know, what I'm saying, pulled it out the pack, ironed it, threw it on. Uh-huh. Then I, I, you know what I mean. I'm walking down the street, you know what I'm saying, and people, I, I feel people looking at me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't figured it out yet. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm wondering, what the fuck is motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, staring yeah. me down for? Right. And then, you know, I left out the hood, got on the train, uh-huh. still more people looking. And I got downtown, uh-huh. and it was more white. Uh-huh. And then the the old like like older white people uh-huh. it was looking like they had this disdain in their consternation. Face. And I'm like, what the fuck is? Going-? And then I realized I had on a Kaepernick shirt. Right. I'm like, damn, is it that serious? Yeah. Like the motherfuckers is, has taken it to the point of mm-hmm. like. And then I'm a black man, so I don't give a fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like shit. He what he kneeling for? I'm I'm kneeling for the same shit. Right. So whatever. You know, so it was it was just weird watching the reaction of people just by his image. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. You he's the I mean? he's the uh I don't say the face of the resistance. I think what's her name said that? Uh Jennifer Lewis might have said something like that. But it's he's kinda the the mascot for at least it's it's really we're not gonna take this shit. Motherfucker, right. y'all need to like what's going on here? What the right. fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like that's if you want to keep it honest, that's really what it is. It's like I can't partake in in in, in pledging allegiance to a, a flag that's telling a, a basically giving a false narrative of justice for all, and this motherfucker's getting gunned down in the streets on the daily with no consequence. Right in their house. Yeah, niggas bring it to your front door now. Through your front door. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So it's just weird. To watch people's reaction because this, this is like your second bout with a uh, with a t-shirt t-shirt engagement <laughs> involuntary t-shirt involuntary t-shirt engagement. Mm, engagement. Yeah. Hey man, I guess t-shirts are powerful, huh? Yeah, because it's like stickers. they represent, like you know, what I'm saying it feel like you put it on, mm-hmm. everybody you know takes the representation and puts it in your direction. What? Because you also got to look at it like I don't know how you felt when you saw it. But you must have felt that it was dope, you know what I mean, or or at least you identified with yeah, it. And you probably it, what, what? It matched my hat. It, okay, well, look, <laughs> that's where it stopped. It's like, so it wasn't no, even no, it political. Was, it was no, like, it was like nigga, this shit gonna run well. No, with it was this. my man Goldie one. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a. I'm I'm, I'm with what I'm with what Cap doing. You know right. what I'm saying? Too. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't wearing it to be like I'm out here. I'm resisting the right. day. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers? Because I do that yeah. anyway by coming right. outside six two with the black skin. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't necessarily that. It was. A, I felt like the shirt was dope. Put it on. Walked outside. Yeah. I didn't even. I didn't even think because you know. That's my point. I'm in a bubble of it. You know what I mean? Right. Like okay, he he represents something that I, that you know I agree with. So I'm in a bubble. I didn't never think about the people who disagree. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like damn, who who would disagree with that? Until you out there in it and motherfuckers looking at you like motherfucker, right? And that's just wearing the shirt. You know so imagine how they look at Kaepernick. Exactly. You know what I mean, like that nigga going through it. I remember I was wearing a 
I had a t-shirt. I like because of your point. Like, you like that shirt. And you felt it, and people let you know probably felt that shirt, but then you go, the ops, they 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 triggered by the shirt <laughs> too, triggered. right? So I had a um I had an Obama shirt that said, Miss Me Yet, and it just had his face on it. It was a <laughs> it was a cool little shirt. I liked it and shit because I missed the motherfucker, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's real talk. So I had the shit on and you know, in the hood, niggas said, yeah, 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 we missed it. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, shit. And it was cool. Some white folks was like, yeah, you know, the liberals, everybody, hey, hey. Right. But then I was getting a couple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trump's America, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that type of shit. You mad, huh? Yeah, huh? <laughs> Your guy lost. Well, they ain't lose, but you got left. But it was interesting. Like, I, I feel you when you you realize, oh shit, this shit is uh Yeah. This, this shit, shit is, is something. This is something different. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It ain't, it's like a polo horse. Like motherfuckers is reacting. You know what I'm saying? Neutral. It's a yeah. It's a visceral reaction. It's, I guess it's how when a motherfucker walk through it, a Make America Great hat on and shit. Yeah, this shit is, it causes a visceral reaction. Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers want to punch you. Right. Yeah. You think you felt like you felt? Nah, 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 nah. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the motherfuckers looking at you older. They ain't. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. They ain't feeling. They not. They not feeling froggy. Okay. None of that. Oh. I had this one hat. I talk. I think I talked about this on here. I had this one hat, and I was. Coming from the dentist, you know what I'm saying? Fifty Seventh Street, and it had this hat. It got a, uh, it had an AK on uh -huh. it, but it's like shooting hearts, right? Like little hearts coming out the gun. Uh huh. And so, I'm coming through the joint, and then I'm coming out the elevator, and I hit somebody going in the elevator. I hear him behind me. Mm -hmm. So you just gonna wear a gun on your hat? <laughs> what the fuck is you? What the fuck is you talking about, man? Right, right. Like, like, what is like? That what you said? What'd nah, you say? I'm just saying. Like, I didn't. I had to process what the fuck he said. Uh, that was because I had already passed him. He uh -huh. waited. He saw me. He looked right. at me. Uh, I seen him looking at me. Right. But he waited till he got in the elevator and uh, then he said it out loud uh, behind me. Uh, okay. So I'm like, what the fuck did he say? And then I then once I, I realized what he said, I'm like, ah, oh, man, these uh, motherfuckers. He didn't even look at this shit. You know what I'm saying? He just made, he saw me, he made a judgment on what the fucking- He didn't see the art. He didn't see the art. Or the heart. Or the heart. Look at that. Motherfuckers lost out here. Uh, Where's the love? How about that? <laughs> Where is the love? It's being pumped out of an AK-47. You know what I mean? And when, that's better than bullets. Yeah. Being pumped at your head. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit. No doubt. Shit. Oh man! You seen Snowfall? Yeah. Is that the? That's not the finale. Is it one more? No, nah, I think it's one more. Yeah, man. My man is in the jam. This is what we. I mean, I think we kind of jinxed them. <laughs> we would. We were <laughs> like, saying, like they ain't write this shit. No, already. I don't think they wrote it till they heard the pod. Honestly, I don't think they shot it till that Wednesday. But you know, my thing is. Yeah, cause dude wasn't supposed to be dead. Yeah, I didn't think. Cause like I said, he shot him in the leg. Right. He, that's like you know, I shot him in I'm the leg. With, I'm kind of, right. I'm kind of still on the fence with that. What if he's dead or not? If he's dead or not? Cause it felt like it ain't. It wasn't a. Well, maybe it wasn't official word. It was the cats outside at the gate. Right. Cause my thing was maybe they trying to make that play to kind of, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, leverage whatever, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we're gonna know in a couple days because he's gonna have to pop up if you're gonna if he's dead. He gotta have the funeral. Yeah, all that shit. But you know, the thing is, you see him going through it, but but it also is like the shit is already worked out. 
You know what I'm saying? Because like all the DEA little shit, that's gone away now. Because, you know, when Cat went to D.C., they made the call, shut that shit down. Oh, so he did shut it down. Yeah, that shit got uh-huh. shut down. Okay. That memories that that's why um old girl went and showed up at the dude at his spot. At the spot. Yeah. She's trying to figure it out. And then um He was like, You're doing too much though. And right. But it's like He's like, What team are you on? <laughs> that's man, crazy. But you know, they can't let Franklin stand there. Yeah. Shit. He got dope to sell. Yeah, he gotta do it. So, you know, they'll figure it out. He'll be all right. I wanna see how they end it though. Yeah. It's it, been good. It's been good this yeah, whole yeah, season so far. Shit, my pops car be talking about Snowfall. Yeah, shit is resonating. You watching this show, Snowfall? Hilarious. <laughs> You're like, this is that shit explains a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> man. Explains a lot of shit, man. That's funny. <laughs> we was going through in the '80s. <laughs> I was like, word. <laughs> shit is eye opening. I was talking to him this morning about that shit. Mm. That's crazy. It's a good ass show. That's what you know. That's what the Emmys kind of reminded me of. It was just like, it was damn near like eleven shows or eleven characters, or eleven actors in each category. Damn near, mm-hmm. it'd be dumb. It was just a reminder. There's a lot of shit on TV and internet, and that's good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Content like, is out yeah, there. Yeah, shit is all the way there. Yeah, it's out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shit, man. Today is my thirtieth day. Out offside off of Instagram. All right. Yeah. You done? You going yeah, back? No, you I mean, just, you gonna keep it going. I said I was gonna do thirty to see what it is. I'm not in a rush to go back. I don't, you know what I mean? Like it is what it is. I get there when I get back to it. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's right where you left instant. it. Yeah, it's still still the same it's shit. It's right where you left it. Yeah. Same motherfuckers doing the same shit. Right. Stunting on your ass. Right. <laughs> on the beach. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In Europe. Everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Doing Everywhere. Sh- doing shit at the airport. Yep. Hashtagging. Uh, you know what I mean? In the, what's Count the name it. of that? What's the name of that? Them clothes everybody wear? The know. Instagram clothes? Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova without. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of that shit still there. Instagram clothes. All in this. Exactly. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? You gotta put your Instagram clothes you know on and go get on Instagram. Exactly. You can't wear them shits nowhere. That shit split right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit good for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga got to run in his sweatshirt. Ah, <laughs> uh, What's man. up, man? What's going on with you? Hey, man, shit. That's it, man. I'm out here kicking it, like I said, up top. You know what I mean? Um, press. I had to press like how you doing with Instagram. I had to press a little reset. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I posted it. I posted a, uh, on Instagram. I posted a picture, uh, uh, just with a teapot. I was a, you know what I'm saying, oh, cryptic I, ass. No, nah, it wasn't even cryptic. It was just a, I posted, a, you know what I'm saying, my notepad, teapot, and mm-hmm. a cup. And I was just saying, uh, I used the Drake line. What he say? Had to press reset. Uh-huh. Motherfucker started calling me like, nigga, you all right? Yeah, (laughs) just wanna know. Everybody, check on your strong friend. You, I was like, man, I press. Nigga, you good? I press reset. Reset is part of the game. It's like a hustler's meditation. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like reset is like, okay, let me make sure I'm headed in the right direction. This nigga good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's part, like, you had to do that shit once a month down there. Every once, every two months. Yeah, yeah. Once a quarter or something, you know, make sure that you on target and on right. goal for the, for the, shit, shit, we got, what, two more months left in this year? Mm. Shit, I got to make sure I'm hitting goals and my shit is together. So it's a very important part of 
of um, staying out here, like, you know what I'm saying, without burning out, without, you know what I mean, without just running yourself into the wall, it's, all right, let me evaluate what it is, how it is, and how I want to move forward. And so when I say I'm pressing reset, listen, I'm not tripping. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I'm not hitting the wall or nothing. I'm doing that so that the wall won't come, you know what I mean? And I had to explain that, like, you know, like I said, I got about three people calling me. I was like explaining that shit, like, nah, dog, that's just part of the whole process, you know? Shit, well, I've been out here, what, 12 years on my own, shit, that shit is a necessity. You can't, you can't just run, 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 run. It's like, you know, putting your ship in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make sure you on, on, on target to hit the destination. You just can't be out there floating in the ocean, in the middle of the ocean and shit. How you know when it's time for a reset? You feel it, man. I don't know. It's, I just feel it. Not that is not that shit get jumbled or no shit. Like it's just like, all right, hold on. Like sometimes you might just feel yourself getting frustrated about something. And I'm usually cool about shit. You know what I'm saying? And you feel yourself letting shit annoy you and shit. You're like, hold on, let me make sure I'm doing the right things and heading in the right space. Cause when you're doing the wrong things, that shit's easily frustrating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You fucking with the wrong people, that shit is frustrating. You know what I mean? When you not you not doing it how you know you're supposed to be doing it, it becomes frustrating. Mm-hmm. You doing it and you might, you know what I'm saying, you might be even making money from doing it, but it ain't nah, this ain't right. So you gotta reevaluate your course and reset yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I've been doing that last like, you know, I guess from last week to now, probably to like Monday. And what do you do when you trying to reset? What's a, what's the, one of the th- couple I, things you do to? Uh... I play different ass music like that trouble funk I was listening to that uh-huh. just disorient you uh-huh. into thinking you're in another place and feeling like just take you out of uh-huh. where you at. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Or a lot of times, um, you just you know you get get quiet. You know what I'm saying? Get away. You know what I'm saying? I um, I just separate myself right quick from you know people. Things as much as I can. Just I might be in a public space, but I'm totally isolated, just in my thoughts. Um, I'm taking in different kinds of information from different sources, not my everyday sources and shit. Mm-hmm. Just going on some other shit. Might be playing some music that ain't got no English in it. Motherfucker singing <laughs> in some other language and shit. Just take your mind in a different place mm-hmm. so that so that you can see differently, and then and then turn that inside and. F- Make sure you, you know what I'm saying, you where you want to be and how you want to be. You meditate at all or? I mean, I ain't got no no um, structured meditation where I sit in the corner and put right. my fingers together and shit. Uh-huh. But I, I've, um, I've always, not always, but since 1992, mm-hmm. I discovered silence and thought and breathing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I came to New York the first time on internship, it was, you know, I had never been nowhere where I ain't know nobody. Mm-hmm. And New York is a big motherfucking place. Mm-hmm. So you round, it's eight million stories, but you by your motherfucking self. You got all these people around you, but you solo. And so those months that I was here, when I wasn't in the office on my internship, when I'm out in the world, it just felt like I was solo in this big ass space. And it was just a lot of quiet time, a lot of just thinking and talking to my motherfucking self in my head. Mm. And then I realized, and then when I left here, 
that's when I went back and started my first company. But I realized it was all that quiet time gave me time to really think and reflect on what the fuck I needed to do. Because it was kind of like the internship wasn't, like working inside of the record label wasn't what I thought it would be. You know what I mean? It was, it was, um, and then when I looked around and I saw the people that was working inside, I was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? They, like, you think these people superheroes. Like, when mm -hmm. you from Miami, you just see names on records. Right. And then you start to break them down and see who's who and what's what and who really got the juice and mm -hmm. all that. And then I discovered that all of the people that was in the corner offices that was running shit had all done their own thing. And, mm. you know what I'm saying? And then they brought them in right. to run this thing. Right. So that's when I decided in myself that, yo, I got to do my own thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's where the juice at. That's where, you know what I mean? So that's why I, I discovered that shit at the same time as I discovered silence and thought and all that shit. So that, I guess it all, as far as making moves and, and hustling and shit, it all goes together hand in hand from that particular moment. That. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what's up. Seemed like you was pressing reset, going watching all these movies and shit, trying to figure out your shit. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if it was reset. Yeah, maybe research something. I'm out here though. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to take a, all types of different inspiration. This shit trying is trying to reignite. Yeah. Some, uh, some creative shit. It's like turning off and turning it back on type yeah, of shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, speaking of turning off and turning back on, where you gonna be this week? Ah oh, man, I'm actually just found out I'm gonna be in New Orleans this oh, weekend. What's up there? What's I have up some there? shooting, um, directing this piece, and uh, one of the subjects is in New Orleans. So, um, just found that out today. So I don't really know too much yet, oh, right. but there you go. <laughs> I'll be there, there shooting is. them up. You know what I mean? Stop in, get some good food, right quick. Uh-huh. Go to your wild ass spot again. Which one? With, with the Uber guy? Oh shit. Go to the hood again with your Uber driver. I don't know, man. I'm trying to watch my diet to keep All that right. hypertension up off me. Reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that. You don't want that shit. Ah. So I don't know if New Orleans <laughs> right. is gonna be the best spot yeah, for you me. Yeah, to fuck with some regular shit. But I'm a I'm a I'm a fuck with it. I'ma just drink lots of water. There you go. <laughs> Anything else? That's it, man. And I'll be back here. Alright, but in the conversation. Shit. Uh, where am I? Shit, tonight you could see watch me on True TV, Comedy Knock at eleven PM True TV. Uh we back. Uh what else? Sunday night I'm at the cellar on the late show. Come through to that. And then also uh Bridgeport, Connecticut. I'm at the Stress Factory, September 27th through the 29th. Tickets still on sale. We got a few left, so go ahead and cop those. It's going to be a great one. And until, until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in a conversation. Yeah. We out. Conversation, conversation.